What's up, guys? This is Vince, the producer, editor, guy behind the scenes, you know, little brother. Um, sorry for the delay on getting the podcast out. This is the Peanut Butter League podcast. We had some issues with uh, some Wi-Fi and the hurricane affecting Mr. Brody Kime, a.k.a. period. Uh, was going to shit on him originally for just having an absolute cluster of a uh, podcast, but the quality of his mic by far is superior to everyone's, and uh, that is something that I can appreciate. So we're going to have to hop in in the middle of this, uh, about 20 minutes in, but yeah, thank you guys for joining, and please enjoy. Thanks. Work cut out for him, for sure. Vince has his work cut out, Hurricane, what is this hurricane called? Ina or something? I don't know. Hurricane Ina is coming to get your ass. Yeah, that's for sure. Anyways, shit. Three winners. I got Dakota, 3-0. Finally threw up points. Um, 147 points. He proved that he can hang a little bit. Still don't think he's anything to, to worry about. Um, number two, biggest winner of week three, I have you. High score, 161. Give you a lot of shit. Tug a lot of shit. Uh, you have the most points in the league now, hey? Yep. And most points against still because every I, my team is by far the most hated. Everybody's always putting up the most points <laughs> against me. Last year I led the league in points against. I'm going to lead the league in points against, but it won't matter this year because I'm going to rise above it. I'm going to be the best team. doesn't matter. Damn, so you have most points against. So that's huge. I have you as biggest, second biggest winner with the high, yeah, the high score. Well, maybe I have second most points against. I know I have the most points for. I mean, regardless, the man is making a statement. Uh, your bench always goes against. off. Yep. And most points for it. Jesus, 423 against. Wow. That sucks. Uh, and then at number three, I have Vince. Um, kind of goes back to the rivalry. Chip lost to Drew last week, right? And then. Yeah. So Chip's, Chip's down one, two. Chip's down one and two. So I have Vince beating Chip just because they have that little rivalry of Kokomish, little brother we've talked about in the past. I have Vince as the third biggest winner. Uh, biggest losers, who you got? Oh, um, I don't know. I feel like Preston was kind of a big loser because he had a really big opportunity to, to beat you there. Um, I think that was a very missed opportunity for him, and it might it, – it might cost him down the road. He needs to start getting some of these wins. Um, tenth place is not looking pretty on him. Um, I think Mason's was bad. Like he didn't even put up an effort. So yeah, I'd have to go with, yeah, Mason as well. And then, I mean, I feel like you have to say Josh because that's just like so unfortunate, and it's yeah. just sending him to the shadow realm. <laughs> So, like it's 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 one thing when your team's bad and it's not performing but when your team blatantly 40 points over you're expected and you still lose by 10 like yeah didn't even get come within like five points like it's kind of almost a smack in the face it just shows the ceiling of what his team can be because it's just yeah. so bad like that's yeah. that's like his team going absolutely berserk yeah that was the best case scenario for jt yeah. And I still had a guy who got six points on on my squad, on as a wide receiver. So like, and when you're fighting against the beer mile, which we'll get into, because I think there's three people who really need to watch out for the beer mile. When you're fighting against the beer mile, like when your team shows out like that, it happened to me last week. Like, no, that's the worst feeling is to throw up the second like highest amount of points. But like, I'm gonna win game. Like JT. Yeah, these JT wins are going more. to determine like whether you're in last place and have to run this beer mile or not. Like, yeah, when Sam beat me the first week, I was not worried at all. I was like, "Your team's gonna," and I didn't like massively yeah. underperform. I would underperform yeah. like ten points. wasn't a big deal. I missed on Amon Ross St. Brown. Didn't trust the Lions yeah. week one. So you know, like, who do you think most people would have started him when I had the yeah. receiving core I already had? So it's like, yeah, Keenan That's Allen got hurt. That was unlucky. You know. I, I wasn't worried. I knew my team would be able to bounce back. Yeah, which I'm on. I mean, that dude is going ballistic. He, yeah. uh, that's Trust me, I got lots of really people in my team asking. But for, uh, for the trade? Yeah. Well, my team's just loaded right now. Like, yeah, lots I of feel like I feel like I have depth, and I looked at your team because, fuck, you have – which, I mean, 
Seattle, but you have lots on the bench. I have four wide receiver ones, four wide receiver ones that are legit too. I have, I have cup Sutton, Keenan Allen and Amon Ross St. Brown. And then I have Gabe Davis, who's getting balls thrown to him by Josh Allen. And they said that Gabe Davis is going to be a solid number two this year to him. So to Stefan Diggs. So, yeah, Gabe Davis is kind of like the, I mean, I, everyone hated on my T Higgins pick. I don't mind that pick at all. When you throw the ball that much and you have such a good receiver, wide receiver one, that other guy is going to get a lot of balls. Like I think, get- I think people make a valid argument though, is you're just, you just weren't getting a wide receiver one was the, was the issue a sticking point for a lot of people. But like you did point out, like he does have the work, the target load and like, who knows, but He's taking two critical hits to the dome. He's gonna dude, be, he's going to be getting, eating applesauce by the end of the season. This dude. man is literally going to be drinking applesauce through a straw. It happened again, and I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? Yeah, but, uh, like worst case possible. I finally went out. I get a true superstar in the NFL with Justin Jefferson. The man hasn't done anything for me for two weeks. Still very early. I think he's going to come through. I'm not worried about it, but it's like, come on. Real quick on that, I think I think Sam just did the most stereotypical buy buy or buy low or buy what the hell is it sell high buy sell low high. Yeah. yeah buy yeah. low sell high yeah he Jefferson who went off one week and you fell in love with Kirk Cousins for some reason <laughs> in the Vikings and imagine him to be able to replicate that week in a week out like I'm not necessarily Kirk saying Cousins. storm for it no 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 you're getting it twisted because I'm not saying this is and this goes back to my week touch on this on my losers when you have these guys and i'm i mean i think lamar we'll see what he does this guy do i think him scoring 40 points is sustainable no these guys have random weeks where they throw up an absurd yeah. amount of points and you want to hit that. i don't think justin jefferson's going to get me 40 points every week but i do think he'll get me a solid 15 to 25 and him scoring four two weeks in a but row he's got you high. 15 over two weeks yeah it's still early I hope I You're, hope he gets his, all these. His flow is a lot. Early. His floor is a lot lower than you're acting it out to be. Because you said he's getting you ten to fifteen points a week minimum, and he proved two weeks in a row to do that back to back, and one time being four points. So I'm just saying, I will be happy with fifteen to twenty five points. Get these shitty well, weeks out of the way right now. That's not going to happen every week. Let's see when he starts doing it consistently. Is all I'm going to say. We will see. And I'm saying right now, I think wide receiver in the league, you're not getting less than 15 points really any week. 12 points really, maybe 10 at worst. I mean, one time, I agree with the Kirk Cousins. I think one of the games, I mean, what was it? It was the prime time. Like, Kirk Cousins, dude, stats are horrible every single time. Um, So let's hope that that's something I just had to deal with. Uh, I think he'll have a better year than four points a week. Yeah. I mean, I just. I just think for what Sam got, like what was Keenan Allen or uh, Allen Robinson drafted at? What was he drafted at this year? What he round? was early. He was pretty early. I think yeah. he was probably fourth. So he fifth. got him a one and a five, five. for a first rounder. Yeah, so but I. But the fourth. only reason I. But the only reason I traded that is because I'm not truly get, losing. You get your. First. You get your. You're. You're not really giving out. up your first, and I get that. But he yeah. is getting a first. Yeah, a thousand percent. So, like he, he, in my opinion, he he won no matter what. Like you, you might not lose that trade. It might be a win-win, but there's yeah. no way he lost that trade, in my opinion, because he See, got a I, five, and he is worth a one, and he got somebody that's maybe worth a fourth. So, but everyone I mean, was hating on Allen Robinson for me, and the way I see it is Sam. I'm just saying, I think you might have reacted really quick after one week performance. That's all I'm saying. He he sold high, bought low instantly. But I'll also say that Sam went from being a top team in the league to barely I think he's he won his first week and then now he's lost two. He got a touchdown at Allen Robinson, which I said the dude was due for a touchdown. But I also think Sam had Sam had Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, and his wide receiver one and two, and then went from that and everyone was scared of his team. To literally now being like, oh, now we might have to be scared about your team next year. Like, cool, that first round that he got for me, that dude could tear his ACL. Sam actually had a good team this year, and now he's barely putting up 100 points. So I also think, I mean, cool, is his next year set up a little bit? Yeah, but at the same time, like, 
He took himself you, out of serious contention, I think. Yeah, yeah, he took himself out of serious contention now, which maybe he... Like, I don't, I don't have him as my top three people that I'm worried about. Not at all. No. Um, I don't think he is anymore. I think his team, when I first looked at his team, when he had Justin Jefferson, I, which granted, if he had Justin Jefferson when he only scored four points a week, I'd probably think different. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm not too scared of his team anymore. When Honestly, I thought that... I think, it, like, if we're going to go into top threats at some point here, is this a good time to go into that? Uh, or what do you want I do, do want to touch on – I just want to touch on losers real quick. Oh. I got JT um, finally put up the points, lose his second high score. Like you said, dude, needed – like, literally needed that Needed one that so bad. bad. Uh, and didn't get it. So, JT's number one. I even I told have, him going into the week, by the way. I told him. I was like, I'm just going to say this. Your team is low-key does make me nervous because, like, you yeah. look at the guys like Metcalf, like yeah. Pitts. And you're like, these guys could easily get 25 points apiece. Like, that could yeah. that could happen. Like, it's not out of the they, – they do have a much lower floor, but yeah. his guys do have potential, a lot of them. And then he finally gets it, and then you just shatter dreams. So, shout out to you because you know how bad I want to see fucking JT lose. Yeah, I know. And, uh, it. So, I think, I think that's absolutely awesome. I have Kyle as a uh, biggest loser. He went from high score to um, – and everyone was losing their shit about Kyle's team, which I actually do think. I talk a lot of shit. I was saying last week I'm not scared of Kyle's team. I think Kyle's team has a high ceiling. Um, but to lose your mind, like have a breakout week, score record-breaking amount of points, and then come back with 91 points, uh, I think that's I think that's pretty tough. You didn't even and put then, half as many as points yeah. as you did the previous week. Yeah, and after and that's what I try. And Dakota's sitting here screaming that he's going to win the Super Bowl. I'm like, bro, kind of what we were touching on earlier. I'm like, all the like those performances. There's a reason it's a record. Like, so we'll see if Kyle turns it around. And then I have Big Sexy uh, Owen. I mean, the dude started Owen three earlier on a few weeks ago. I had Big Sexy as like a Super Bowl favorite. Uh, dude, literally panic trades. Uh, Jonathan Taylor to that chip. was such a bad. I I don't Bro, know why. horrible trade. And what did he get a third round? I think he he messaged me like an hour earlier, and he goes, "All right, I'll get back to you later." And then all of a sudden, <laughs> trade alert, and I was like, "Oh wow, he made a rash decision for sure. He didn't even feel out the field. Didn't even look for all the options he could have got. Like he he was about to do his due diligence, and then he said, "Screw it, this trade looks good enough. I'll take it." Yeah, bro. Who's going to be a top five running back by the end of the league, or at least the last five, like week scores? He's still yeah. going to be a top five guy. You, you want? Yeah, like your tat, like just totally panic traded him. Panic is selling the team. There's a reason Big Sexy is literally gonna. I mean, he's the highest in missing playoff fines. He's going to be there again. Now he's in contention of Beer Mile. I think his team hasn't been doing good. Um, so he is third biggest loser. And you were diving into threats in terms of the rest of the year. Uh, who do we have as the biggest threats in the, in the league? Who do you think the frauds are who have started off hot? And who do you think are actual contenders to like be like, okay, their team's legit. This is who I'm going to have to actually worry about when it comes to the Super Bowl. So I think it's, I think it's you, Drew, and Mason. I, I think Kyle, Dakota, and Sam, their teams are going to be too inconsistent. I don't think they're yeah. actually built to, like, sustainably win. So they, they might be able to get lucky in the playoffs and make a little run. I mean, we do let eight teams in. So you really, like yeah. – that's the thing is we by letting so many teams in, we almost encourage randomness. Like, it's, yeah. it's tough to be – to win three games in a row, regardless yeah. of what seed you are, anybody. Yeah. If, you're, if you're good enough to get into the playoffs – like your team could at least put up 160 points, 170 points, which could beat almost any team any given week. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's all playoffs is – I don't know if you have the foresight to be drafting people when playoffs are coming around based on matchups. But, um, if you do have that kind of foresight, then you, you might be considering that. But most people, I think, are just like drafting the best players and then hoping that when it comes around, they have a good matchup those weeks for the playoffs. Yeah, I think you're trying to put together the most consistent team possible. Yeah. But when you go, that helps a ton with that being able to sustain injuries and whatnot. Not being able, not having to panic if somebody goes down for three or four weeks. So, but 
even I mean the year like a few years ago the big rave was me and that's when everyone really fucking started to lose their shit was the BTE year and I firmly stand by that I had the best lineup that you could possibly ever put together in a fantasy football league and I still lost I ended up losing the game going into the Super Bowl so we'll see what happens but in terms of biggest threats um our biggest frauds who do you think the biggest frauds are I, I thought Big Sexy was going to have something that sucks um, for him. <laughs> I don't know if you consider that a fraud just because he's actually bad. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I think the, obviously the biggest fraud is probably Sam just after that first performance. Like, even last week, like, he's technically 2-1, and one, but his team's pretty shite um, yeah. in terms of, like, 190 points in two weeks is is pretty bad. So, yeah, I think Sam fell off big time. I have Sam as one of the bigger frauds. Uh, he's playing JT this week. All we do is talk shit on how bad JT's team is. And Sam is literally projected two points higher. I know like projections don't mean a ton um, because it does vary so much. But like just to have a lineup where we talk about JT and how he sucks so bad to be projected too higher than too higher than him uh, sucks. And then I have Dakota. Dude's 3-0. and I think Dakota's going to fall off quick. It's going to be a pretty rough um, rest of the way for him. We'll see. He is the same as JT. He got lucky. His team went off. Ended up getting the W when his team went off to put him at 3-0. and um, But still one of the lowest scores in the league. Yeah. Uh, so like I, I said, that's why I didn't put him in a top threat for me. I just – I look at his team and, like, I'm not that scared. He does have Mahomes who can go off, but, like, I don't know. At least I know he's throwing the ball to Kelsey all the time, so it's going to help me regardless. Where do you have Chip? Um, Especially after the trade. Chip's just – he might make the playoffs, you know. He's he's around the 8, 7, 6 spot. I don't think he's going to be much of a threat. He's super high on the uh, – I mean, he threw up 109. He's lost to Drew and to Vince. Super high on the JT trade. Everyone – the only thing I have with JT is he came in the group chat today and said, what was it, JT was RB27 after week three last year. But it's like, dude, everybody knows the Colts are going to run. That's what the yeah. Colts do. I don't think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a good year as last year by any means. Um, he's, he's still going to get a lot, though. Like, that – they're not going to leave it up to Matty Ice to take him to the promised land. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah I agree. So um, he's he's going to be important. He's going to get 15 points a week, I think, at like average. So yeah. I think he's still going to be uh, in top six running back by the last weeks of the season. So you're going to want him. I don't think that was a bad get at all for him. Yeah, Saquon. I mean, Saquon's been playing Saquon's really well. Saquon's been doing well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish I had but as far as, as far as threats go, though, I have you up there. I have you at one. I think your team's deep if an injury happens. Because injuries are going to happen at some point for all of us. I feel like yeah. there hasn't been too many, um, especially major ones. I've so been I getting think, some low balls for Burrow. And I'm like, why would I give up my safety valve? And who's yeah. a good one at that? He had 29 points last week. They're back on track. So, like, yeah. I'm not taking low balls. Yeah. He's so, I think. Too. You know how that yeah, works. Keeper value is important. Yeah, keeper value, especially with trading, is important. Um, so you're first. Uh, I I mean, I think I still have a solid team. One of the top you're, scores. You're the top one for me. I didn't I didn't put like top one, two, or three, but you're the top. And yeah. then I I put Drew and Mason one A and one B or two A and two B. Yeah, I kind of have Drew and Mason in the same in the same realm. And then I have uh, I have Kyle as kind of a dark horse. I feel like Kyle can go one or two ways. Um, I think if he does like sneak into the playoffs, if his receivers are just fucking like they can just explode. Yeah, and mean, then Mark Andrews goes off again. He can put up 200 points in a week. So he's proven that he can be deadly, but to sustain that week in and week out is is tough. Yeah. And hopefully Waddle takes over in Miami where um, he's consistently scoring more than Tyreek. That would be sick. Um, but that's pretty much, I mean, who I have. Other than that, I'm not too scared of anybody. Um, as far as like the beer mile and stuff goes, that's the one thing I wanted to touch on. I think we're all, um, super like, it's like JT's team sucks. JT team sucks. Um, but 
at this point, dude, like Ross is in contention for beer mile. I think Ross could easily oh, yeah. like no, and he gave away his one of his his one of his best players. So, bro, Preston. I think Preston, Preston, like we're talking about Ross. I think Preston could easily like his team really? is not that good. And like I talk a lot of shit on Preston, but I was like, he threw up eighty five against me. And if you look at his team, like it's really not that scary. What is his team again? I mean, he has Carr. They've been the Raiders have been brutal. Carr threw up twenty three yeah. for him this week. I mean, Jamar Chase is tight, but. James Conner was not a not a great – how's he been, actually? He's yeah, had he's been, 16 he's the first average. week, then 7 and 8. Um, Mixon, I mean, hasn't done too no, great yeah. for him. Oh, so, yeah. like, I, I – Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't, I, doesn't have a lot to work with right now. So, I think Preston, actually, I think his ass needs to be careful. I think JT is, like – that dude should run away with it. At the same time, Ross just tanked immediately. Uh, so I think it's really going to come down to Ross and JT. But why I think Ross Preston want to spend $160 as a fine. I don't no, understand I don't. why he made that trade. Like, why Why isn't he giving up his third and fourth round pick for next year to go get <laughs> a great quarterback or something? Like, you know, somebody would give up a really good yeah. quarterback for like a third and a fifth or something. Like you might have to overpay yeah. for it, but like you could get something off of somebody or like get somebody that's a difference maker. Like I, yeah. I don't see why he's not trying harder to like, I would be mortgaging my future, dude. I don't, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to spend $160 <laughs> like for this league. Like, screw it. No, I agree. But I think he like sold way too early. Like I think he just went into full panic mode because of the $160. And I think he was just like, I need to do something. Oh this, yeah, I need to do yeah. something. My team sucks next year. No, I'm not, I can't pay 300 because the thing is that people don't understand is it's still so early in the season, dude. Like I talked about it in the group chat a little bit. Like Chip last year, we looked at Chip's team. He started off 6-0, and had Najee Harris, Derrick Henry, and who else? And Zeke. And everyone was losing their shit. He started the year off 6-0. and He made a few trades. Called it the three-headed beast or whatever the fuck it was. And then he literally lost, like, every single game. Barely made it into the playoffs at all. And his team sucked. So, I was like, I think Ross prematurely, like, fucked himself pretty deep. And now I think he's going to have to run the beer mile. And I honestly, like, when I really have come down to it, like, I think it would be hysterical to see Ross. If it comes down to JT or Ross, I think it would be, like, you can't go wrong with either of those. Because I would piss my pants if Ross had to run it. To see that man in a speedo and a cape with a mask alone would be good. Like I'm getting pictures with high def cameras. Like we were setting up <laughs> film crew. Like it's gonna be legit. Should make like a a whole like Superman intro about it. <laughs> a like, big sexy. There's like crazy like big editing around it. It'd be awesome. Um. Yeah, I, I hope so. My foresight though. My foresight. Says that it's probably going to be. Oh, speaking of your foresight, I'm about to send you something really quick. This is this is the single greatest thing because you talk about foresight like it's a like it's a goddamn Pokemon move. So you literally do. You're like, I used foresight to get this guy. I used foresight to get this guy. So I made the single greatest meme known to mankind. (laughs) That is actually amazing. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. I did. I did a pretty, pretty good job. Pretty good job on that. So I wish we could see this. You got to throw this into the group chat. So it's like a Pokemon. It's the battle, and it's yeah, you it's and your Because this is what I imagine every time in the group chat that you say foresight. Like literally every time I hear the word foresight comes out of somebody's mouth, all I, all I think to myself of is this goddamn Pokemon, like just sitting there, Kadabra or Alakazam or whatever the heck the name the Abra cannot remember, but. Yeah. Well, psychic dudes, they use the foresight. And that's what you're just saying over here every time. I can't, I can't I mean, stand it. <laughs> here's the thing with the foresight, because I feel like this has been twisted. It's bullshit this is, is what it is. No, I said that I made a good call and used foresight with Antonio Gibson. I have said that I have a 99% success rate. But the thing is, is I said I used good foresight one time. And now if I make any bad move, or not even a bad move. If it's not a perfect move, I have everybody coming at me. Preston, 
I used foresight with one pick in the draft. I I said that I had foresight, and Preston's acting like I should predict predict the goddamn end of the world here. Like, do I have great foresight? Yes, ninety nine percent success rate. Am I going to get every single pick right to the T? No. So P Mills, let it go, please. I can't predict that predict the end of the goddamn world, but I do have great foresight. Um. So that was the biggest thing with foresight, but you have to throw this into the group because this is amazing. Um, speaking of foresight, week four, uh, what are your biggest things to look for? Matchups of the week, game of the week. Uh, what are we thinking? Oh, shoot. Let me pull this up. Um, matchup of the week. Who do I got? Oh, I got Vince. I got to put him in his place. I'm tired of his smack, bullshit about smack, smack talk. I don't understand why he's so whiny this year. What is going on with that man at home? Jesus. I know. There was. <laughs> there, there was I don't a, get it. Something's going on, dude. I know. I just said the little brother shit. You're Someone check on him. Threatening um, to like leave the chat and stuff. Like, bro, relax. Yeah, him and Dakota, they got pretty whiny. Drew talks some shit. It's funny. Um, I think you smacked Vince this week. I don't even think – I don't think that would be a close game. You'll go to three, three and one. Um, me and Chip are, like, literally – after that trade he made, I was supposed to beat Chip by, like, over 10. He made that trade, and now we're projected the exact same amount of points. Uh, so that'll be an interesting matchup. If I can beat him and send him to one and three, that would be huge. P Mills and P Mills and Dakota is a big one. Um, I think I think Mason and Drew will be a good one. I mean, those are two of the people that I'm concerned about. Yeah. And Mason's coming off. He just took an L, didn't he? Or did he win? Uh, Mason Mason just lost to. uh, uh, Dakota. So, yeah. So he'll want to get the dub. I think that's all. Yeah, I think that's a good matchup. Yeah, yours, yours and chips will be good. It's just like I just look at the league and I'm just like not that worried. I know we have P Mills and and uh, Dakota. Can the can Dakota keep the streak alive, or is P Mills going to be fighting for a beer mile? I mean, P Mills needs to get the dub. Like I said, I think he could find himself in the race for the beer mile. Um, and is. Dakota going to stay in first. I think this might be the start of his downfall, but um, I would love to see Preston run the beer mile too. He would be so pissed. That talks so much shit. Yeah. Preston would be so funny to see watch beer mile. I could agree on that. And then as far as betting, um, didn't hit last week. Shout out to, I don't even have the bet records. Sammy, shout out to Sammy, Ross, and Preston. They're the only ones in the league who have started off. Uh, 2-0, and um, a bunch of people that won week one ended up with the L this week. JT took the L. We couldn't get his Thursday bet in, or he would have actually gotten uh, the W on his bet. You took an L, Drew took an L, I took an L, and then Dakota and Chip are the only two in the league uh, who have started off 0-2 who have been true mush. Uh, I know you had some feelings on the betting. What are we thinking? Fan, not a fan. I don't care for it. I'll submit a bet and I'll try to try to do it. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not putting money in anymore. I'll try to make <laughs> sure my bets hit. I will for the boys, but I'm not putting money in. I don't gamble. I don't care for it. Yeah. It's not my thing. That's all it See, is. No, and that's completely fair. But I do think it's fun to get every whether you're gambling or not one i think it's just a fun I'm thing fo- yeah i'm following it like i'm i'm like i said i'm not messing around on the picks i'm trying to make legit picks but uh yeah see i i i am a degenerate so i do gamble i think it's fun i think it's way better than pickums um <laughs> i do think this is more fun than pickums it's much more like group oriented as opposed to like everybody just like picking stuff on the side and then also like Vince like scheming, not sending reminders, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so, so tired on Thursday, guys. I forgot." Like, oh, you know, this is the best excuse I've ever heard. I was wiped out. Thursday was a rough night for me. Like, it's that hard to send a group message. 
and you know his ass made those picks. He could have sent that group message as soon as he made those picks himself. <laughs> and especially my biggest thing with the wrong picks was this man came in hot in the draft screaming about being treasurer and screaming about uh, being in troll and the money and this and that. And it's like, bro, we're doing the bets. You're the treasurer. Figure it out. He says it's not in the bylaws, um, but I think he'll figure it out. Do you wanna do you wanna look at this trade alert that we just had that I just made live on this podcast? <laughs> a thousand percent. This is the first shout out. This is the <laughs> first live trade. Me and Drew we've are been, talking we've about been, it. We've been talking today. He's he's given up uh DeAndre Swift. I'm getting Swift from Mason um for Amon Ross St. Brown, and I'm oh. giving up a third and an eleventh. So I'm not gonna have Swift what? for a little bit. But I mean to have a, a running back that's going to be getting 16 17 18 points when he comes back i need that and i got the, what do you think i got the depth Williams to give up on Teddy's, what what do you think because who's your receivers right now i have i have i can put sutton keenan allen uh cooper cup gabe davis or tyler lockett in there tyler lockett's even been getting 15 points sheesh so, but what do you think about jamal williams getting all the tutties though I mean, that's what Jamal Williams does. But, dude, DeAndre Swift is getting 10-plus yards or almost 10 yards a carry. I'm not that Angel worried his, about it. And he'll get his keeper value. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm good with him. That's a big trade. You gave up a third, Mason. And, I mean, that's actually, like, a really good trade for Mason, getting a third and a mon. I mean, do you think he stays hot all year? I mean, he's going to to some extent, but like defenses are going to start keying in on him more and more. And he's yeah. he he does get moved around a decent amount. So I mean, he's we'll see, we'll see. Um, yeah, I think I really said as trade. of now. I told I literally said in the group or the text to Mason, I was like, it's going to look like you won the trade for sure off the bat because DeAndre Swift isn't playing. But if DeAndre yeah. Swift is a is a person who puts me over the top in the playoffs. That's that's what I need. Yeah, a thousand percent. And I think, yeah, if DeAndre Swift goes off, I think you have his keeper value. I don't think it's like too big of a deal. But in Mason's case, I mean, he's still getting a dude and a third round. Um, yeah. So I think good trade to either side. Like you said, you have depth. Um, and with the keeper value, I don't think it's bad at all. Uh, but Mason getting a third and a dude. Wanna, he didn't want to give up Chubb. So he was right. giving up. Uh, Kamara or Swift potentially was the initial thing that got it started. And I figured St. Brown was was the person of interest because I mentioned that to him like a week ago. I've been trying yeah. – I've been plugging at people for a while to try and get running backs. And Zeke was not a, not a great hit so far. Yeah. But luckily I got Sutton out of that trade. And Sutton's been doing better than Davis has. So yeah. Davis – How long is Swift out for? Um, they said he might be out until after they might hold him out just till after the bye week, just cause, um, just, and that's six. So he's got the next three weeks, but I didn't give up a running back to get him. So I just yeah. lose a wide receiver, some wide receiver points for the next couple weeks. And yeah. I think I'll be able to weather that storm. Well, I mean, yeah, you said, you even said you're stacked at receiver. So I think, um, if you, you do like the trade eval. It shows that like I win the trade by like a bunch, but that's also because like I can just sub in a wide receiver willy nilly. Yeah. As whereas but I also think Mace gets a getting a dude, a dude. Like, getting a dude and a third round pick is like which I think like the the trade was even like I said you in those trade evals you can't put in the keeper value and stuff like that. So I think that's huge. But Mace getting a dude and a third because he's still going to be able to compete with that. It's like it's not like he's giving up a guy that makes him not be able to compete. Like he's getting a dude. So I yeah. think uh, yeah. first yeah. live think, trade. On I the think podcast. it helps. I think it helps me more than it helps him, and that's why I'm willing to make that trade. Who are at least down, the, down the line. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is the only one who's been consistently putting up points, and then I had Josh Jacobs and Zeke. And Zeke finally got a touchdown this week, but he had been putting up like five, six points the two earlier weeks. Yeah, and we even talked about, I mean, your bench is stacked. So in that case, it's like, who gives a shit if you, like you have guys that you can fill in that spot. You have the the leverage to do that. I just, that's a crazy trade. Um, yeah. I think you both are going to pull out from it. 
Mason getting a dude for her running back and the third. I think good move by him. Yeah, he, I mean, he, said gets, he gets value for somebody that isn't going to be of value to him of the for the next three weeks. We'll see yeah. if that comes back to haunt him playoff time. But that's that's why I said we won't know this trade until how it plays out in the playoffs. If DeAndre yeah. Swift is hurt all year and this injury is like an issue for him, then I'm screwed. Then that was like a big loss. Not a not I'm not screwed, but that was a big loss for sure. Yeah, because Mason still up has the draft pick too, but. Dude, I didn't I didn't tank last season to not come into this season with the <laughs> attitude that I'm going to try to win this thing. Yeah, no, I think that's totally valid, and I think you're up there to be a team who could. I mean, um, you look at Lamar Jackson, Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Swift, uh, and then Cortland Sutton. Dude, was I fucking wrong on Cooper ever? Cup? I will say that, dude. I got Cup with the fifth pick, and I almost would have taken him at one. <laughs> then I traded Najee. back for that. I literally traded up for Najee, which I still think, like, we'll see. I think if they had a different offensive coordinator, it would be a whole different game. Um, but, God damn, what a bad pick. Everybody says I fumbled the draft. I think one – I don't even think Najee was a horrible pick, but could have got Cup, should have got Cup. I think the only pick I did fumble to this point, which I don't even think is that much of a fumble. I still have faith in my guy, Javante Williams. Uh I could have got Tyreek Hill. I looked through the whole draft when everyone was saying that, and I was like, there's only one pick that really bothers me, and it was that one. Yeah. I haven't I haven't looked through, like, to see who I could have got instead of my running backs. Because um, I just think – I think I just sold out on, like, maximizing all the other players first. I was like – in my head, I was like, I want a top three quarterback. I want a type, top three tight end, and I'm going to get the best wide receiver, top two or three – and then yeah. try to get just the best players available after that. And they all happen to yeah. be wide receivers because people go yeah. for running backs quick. Yeah. And then luckily I still you, – because you and I had so many picks so early, my last picks to fill out my squad were for my running backs. Yeah. And I still could get, you know, RB1s for teams, but yeah. they're just not the best teams. Which, dude, everyone shits on the whole, like, oh, there's so many quarterbacks. The year – uh, that I won the Super Bowl, I kind of had the same setup. I had Deshaun. I think it was his rookie season, and he ended up going He's lunatic. Going and then I had just had a bunch of receivers, and I remember I had three running backs, and everyone shit on me. And then that's why this year I was like, I have to get Allen. I had Lamar, but I missed picks because I tanked, um, or because I traded away picks to try and win that Super Bowl that one year. Uh, but I like having the good quarterback-receiver combo, combo honestly. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that sometimes. It's like it's great sometimes, and dude, when when that quarterback just sucks that week, it just means you're automatically one of your wide receivers is gonna suck that week. So that's the reason that yeah. I don't like it necessarily. And running backs are just so thin. Like there's so many committee running backs. Like to have like the guy, yeah, it's huge. Well, and dude, that's the thing. Like when I got Zeke, it was just like it's known in the Cowboys organization. No matter what happens. Like nine times out of ten, Zeke is getting the ball on the one yard line. Like that's just yeah. how it's gonna be. Like Tony Pollard can do all he wants, can get a hundred yards rushing every game, and he's still never gonna be the RB one until Zeke is out of there. It's just yeah. for some reason the Cowboys love Zeke and that is his role. So I was like to have somebody that's more solidified in that as opposed to like uh I think I gave up AJ Dillon. You know, I was like which he, uh, I'll be curious to see how that plays out. Um, yeah. I mean, as of right now, I feel like I'm winning that trade, but we'll see. Like it, it's everything is you can't you don't know until you know. Dude, I think it's a I think it's a uh, kind of a trade like me and Sam's. I don't think there's any like real winner or loser. I think everybody gets caught up on that. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's a decent trade for both of you. I think Mason getting the third and a dude is huge for him because it's not like he like Ross gave up JT for a third mm -hmm. and he's essentially fully tanked. Like Mason is still going to have a really good chance of being good with that while getting a third. Um, yeah. But Swift also, I think is a second round pick when healthy. So, I mean, and I'm getting an 11th yeah. back. So a dude getting an 11th back, I got, I gave up a pick where he should be drafted in front of that. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't think giving up a third for DeAndre Swift is. I think. I feel like that's. If it was just a third for DeAndre Swift, I think you'd be like, oh, you got pretty good value. It's unfortunate he's hurt right now, but you know, 
I don't think it's bad at all to give up a third for him. I'm just saying, like, with him being hurt and Mason getting that, Mason doesn't mm-hmm. get his keeper value anymore. You get his keeper value. So I think that's huge for you. Like I said, I truly think it's a decent trade for both people. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And then but, you have your big trade, the Jefferson, Allen Robinson. Yeah. You you know my my opinion on that. I just think you you could Justin Jefferson could be the dude to put you over the top, and that'll make it a win for you. But I think for Sam, it was a win win regardless because I don't think Allen Robinson's going to be terrible, and he got a one and a five, even though you didn't, in theory, give up a one. But he did get a one. I get what you're saying there. Yeah, but he he uh, got a one. Yeah, regardless. Uh, we'll see. I'm feeling trades. Dude, the thing is, though, is everybody – you know what I've noticed about our league with trades? Is everyone tries to trade on somebody's fucking name. Like, if it's a big-name player and they're not producing, they still want, like, a high draft pick. It's like, dude, what are we talking I mean, about? It's, it's sometimes, like, you're buying – yeah. I mean, I get what you're, what you're saying. You know, people think, like, well, what if they turn it around and I look like a dummy for selling it for so low? Yeah. But- People got to realize what current market value is for people. I'm saying, or like some of the things that people come at me with, like I, there's very few trades that I even entertain because I think most of them are so bad. Yeah, they get offered to me, and it's yeah, one like just based on the name. Drew offers bad trades. Well, dude, or they'll call a person out, but like somebody will be like, uh, like one of the things that was said to me was around that somebody was drafted. They're like, oh, well, they were they were drafted in this round and this person was drafted in that round. So it would be a difference of two rounds. It's like, well, if I go, that has nothing to do with yeah, what people I hate are that. doing right now. That's the worst. That is actually the worst argument in a trade I've ever heard my entire <laughs> life. Like, yeah. um, so I'd like to make some moves. Maybe I'll make a big move. I think moves are fun, but a lot of the times I can't even entertain them because most people either want too much for honestly shit. Um, so we'll see. So everybody listening out there, come talk to me. I'll make a big move. Brody just made a big move. I need to compete. Um, I'm still projected the most points this week. Like I'm literally, my team is not phased. I mean that, yeah, you have a good team. Um, we'll see. Plug and play, baby. I needed that depth. So we went over week four. We don't have the bets in this week just because uh, we can't do Thursday Night Football. It was a fucking mess, so we'll just have to recap bets, uh, talk about them after on every episode. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, yeah. So um, I definitely wanted to bring up the thought of um, the OG squad versus uh, the Thursday squad. There's a couple people that are members of both, by the way, which is, which is good. I think both Kamish and Kokomish are members of that, which I think is a good reason for them being able to claim those positions. All the babies who want to whine about them holding those titles but don't want to participate <laughs> with the crew. So um, that's that's something I think people should pay attention to. Um, I think the Thursday squad is, is a just as valuable squad as the OG squad. Yeah, so who? So let's go over this. Who's because all I hear is about the the OG squad likes to talk about the OG squad, and they even tried to make a rule for the OG yeah. squad themselves. And I was just yeah, like, what was that dumbass? It, it was supposed to be something about like they would have some sort of extra majority rule because they were part of an OG, or like they could help break a tie in. I don't know. It wasn't to like break a tie, but it was like they might they should have more input or something. And I was just like, do a tie. It goes to the OG squad. Like we're talking about the fucking Freemasons. Yeah, I was. I was like, dude, I don't. I don't know about this. Like, you you can't make up rules for yourselves just because you've been in the league the whole time. So I thought that was a little whack and a little soft of the OG squad to try to do. And you not being an OG squad member, I wanted to get your opinion on that. Yeah. So as far as. Because the Thursday squad is ride or die. Who's Thursday squad? We got Preston. We got Chippy. You. Mason. Mason. JT's always there. JT is Thursday. And I think that's it, is it? I feel bad for leaving anybody out. We had Kyle this year, 
but that's only yeah, but that's because it was in Kyle's backyard, dude. And we would have walked over to his place and beat the living piss out of him if he didn't end up coming over. We would have we would have shown up to that man's house. Actually, I I hope we would have like gone over and egged his like door or something, like or we put some like smoke grenade in his mailbox, <laughs> light a bag of shit on fire. Yeah, so we got so we got P Mills, Chippy, you, Mace, JT, and me in the Thursday squad. We always show up. I mean, a day earlier than everybody else. I yeah, love it. Thursday spot's fun. Since um, one time of the year, we all see each other for sure. Might so as well get an extra day of it. And honestly, like, okay, if they're not putting you in OG squad, you didn't miss two years. You haven't been in every year, but I mean, you're in it the first year, missed two. So I will agree that that wouldn't necessarily be OG, but it's not like you were in it the first fucking yeah. year that it's ever been. Anyways, so who would that, uh, who's in the other squad? So we got Sam, who shows, which Sam made an electric entrance at uh, in Phoenix. So that was sick. That was, Vince, that was awesome. I'm trying to think of all the people who've been in it every single year. Preston uh, Chip. Yeah, they tried to do some weird Has fucking Kyle? shit. Uh, Kyle I can tell maybe. you right here. Team names. Where are we at? Summary. Okay, here we go. Data. There's so many data that we have in this league. Um, but in terms of, here's the thing. In terms of squad like the ogs being like oh we're the ogs we get final say i think that's totally stupid um i think at this point everyone's super committed to the league a lot of the people in the og squad who um wanted that rule to happen i mean when we did the rule it was literally all the og squad put their hand up but a lot of the people in the og squad are literally not even a threat to the league um so, like, what are we talking about here? So, you're not a threat, but all of a sudden you get this, like, vote. I, I don't know. I thought that was totally stupid. Um, but shout out to the Thursday squad. I mean, we're the ones who are all about the draft party. Um, yeah, I think, I think the rule was dumb, if, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. Yep. And then, and then if you. I'm I'm saying Drewy's gonna get labeled as the Ross of the group if he if he misses too many consecutive in a row. Like I'm telling you, he misses he misses next year and then he misses the year after. I'm like, dude, you get that? If he if he misses three in a row, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to either murder him or or he's he's getting kicked out. Like I don't know what to do. Bro, that is the softest thing. I've ever heard in my life. Which, granted, I'll give him the pass. You're getting. I feel married. like he. I feel like he. He went into he, when he proposed. He was like, "Hey, Claire, um, I really wanted to take you on vacation, but we've already gone on so many. Um, I had to come up with some other bullshit. <laughs> so we're gonna get married, and I'm gonna schedule it the weekend after we would normally do the fantasy draft. So that way, it doesn't look like inconspicuous that like I was put, trying to put it on the same weekend to get out of going to the fantasy draft. Yeah. This has been a massive I, scheme for years for him. He's he's been like, how can I connive my way out of going to the fantasy draft? I just can't imagine. I'm like totally on the other spectrum. When we do the draft, like one for me, it's more about all the boys getting together. Like if they want to do it in Indiana, like sure, every so often I'll go back to Indiana. But like even when people are like, let's do it in Denver. Like I want to travel. I want to go see a spot with all the boys. I told Morg like zero chance I'm missing this. I missed it for our wedding year, but like zero chance I miss a draft ever again in my entire life. Um, so it's weird to me that some of these guys don't necessarily love the draft uh, or even want to travel for it. Yeah. I just, any, any excuse I, I have to travel or do anything, I, I get a decent amount of the guys are tied down and I haven't been for a while. So that was like not an issue. Bro, me. I'm married and I'm not. I told Mark, I'm like, dude, I'm not missing this draft. Like, there's zero chance. Like, yeah, I definitely got an earful this year when my girl was like, wait, you're going back your birthday weekend. So I'm not going to see you for a fantasy draft. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, screw my birthday. I don't care. Like, I, to see the boys. Like, we're going to, bro, it's fantasy weekend. Let's go. Yeah, we, we party like fantasy weekend. All the boys got to see each other. Um, 
Like, I didn't even want to make that an excuse when we were bringing up what weekend to do it. I wasn't going to be like, no, let's not do it my birthday weekend so I could spend it like with my family or with my girlfriend or whatever. I was like, screw it. If it's the same weekend, it'll just make the weekend better. So what if it's your girlfriend's birthday? What if it was your girlfriend's birthday? I don't know when her birthday is. It's Would the weekend like, after. Oh. <laughs> Would you have been like missing that one, dog? We missing it. No, I'm not worried. I'm missing it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My anniversary is literally like between the two weekends we always do it, or it's like one of the two, and I'm like, Mord, which weekend? weekend? Like the 13th Uh, or my anniversary is Kobe Day, Uh, so it's usually like we do like all the August weekends, and it's the 24th. Uh, I forget what it was this last year, but I'm like, usually falls in between or on one of them. And I'm like, more pick your weekend. Another one. That's the one weekend I'll say I can't do. And even if I did, I'd like more, can we just like celebrate? The other yeah, weekend? We, uh, we can figure it out. Let's do it a different <laughs> one. But, uh, but no, I think, um, yeah, hopefully all the boys make it, man. If we get the whole crew. It was electric when fun. Sam got there, when we were 12 for 12. Yeah, in Phoenix, that was absolutely insane, dude. Yeah. The boys um, were buzzing. That's for sure. But, yeah, Thursday squad's undefeated, dude. That's like – the fact that JT is in the Thursday squad is hilarious to me. I was out. He, he loves oh, the league. He, he's – yeah. I would picture JT being like, oh, no. JT's all about it, which I love. He's just like – Kyle vibes, but isn't Kyle. We're – think we'll ever show up on a Thursday in his entire life. Um, <laughs> never. But yeah, Thursday squad for Sergis, I think that's all stupid. Um, shout out to Thursday squad. Anyways, uh, running up on time, bro. Is there, we covered pretty much everything. Um, Brody, kill him. We need to get some of your fucking music. I asked you and Chippy to create something for this thing so we can have a little outro. Send Vince an outro and let's get it going. I mean, we we got to worry about copyright claims. So I've I've remixed actually the like uh, I think it's like the Fox NFL Sunday countdown thing. Like it's like bump, I've remixed remixed that into a uh, song and a DJ in a set. It was like the first set I did. One of the first sets I did live stream uh, last year. It was like NFL Sunday. So I was like, screw it, let's 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 incorporate this. And I thought about trying to do something with that, but yeah, copyright stuff, dude. We gotta yeah. gotta work around that. So, well, we gotta figure this thing out, make it legit. I need some Brody Killam and I guess half Dose Lonely to collaborate and fucking get us a little chip you know, buggy. Yeah, chip Is buggy. Let's get some Brody Killam and Chip Buggy collab. Yeah. Get us an outro song. Um, but other than that, I think we're good. And uh, yeah. stay safe in the hurricane. Oh hell yeah, dude! We'll do.